welcome to the Situation Report for July 5th, 2023. This is Lieutenant Colonel Murray. And for once in my lifetime, I feel relieved to be wrong about an attack on the 4th of July. I was very relieved last night to watch the day come and go and no major events on our national birthday. And at the same time, seeing, well, what? for all intents and purposes, a war zone around my house. And then people saying happy 4th of July, pretty much everywhere I went. And then on top of that, seeing that the, the uh, Sound of Freedom is one of the top movies in the nation. That's That's a beautiful thing. Especially to know that the, the, the lunar cycle we're in right now, and I'm paraphrasing because I'm not sure I quite get it all, but the lunar the lunar phrase we're in right now is exactly the same as it was in 1776 on July 4th. So we're in a death slash rebirth point in our history, and we will undoubtedly celebrate um, another independence within the next five to 10 years. But over the next five to 10 years, it's going to be a slog to reset the, the country, reset the currency, to liberate the entire planet away from the European control and domination of the financial system. But between now and then, we are going to see a variety of types of violence. We're going to see people lose their lives. And unfortunately, we're going to see probably another world war before that happens. But at least for the time being, we had another commemoration of July 4th that was peaceful. And it's good to see, as well as it's good to be wrong, especially about the 4th of July, but I, I have to say that reading the, <coughs> reading the tea leaves, sorry, I've been coughing all day, reading the tea leaves, and I can tell you that there has been a significant, and I mean a significant amount of energy um, hitting the planet all over the place. And it's, you can feel it. Let's put it this way. I've had several people say to me just today, they feel off or things feel off. I've felt off for weeks. And I've felt like for weeks that something's coming. I don't know if I have that feeling anymore, but for weeks up to this point, it really felt like something was on the horizon. And it's amazing to to put all that in perspective and wake up and not have that feeling anymore. And the Russians did something brilliant today brilliant they they did it i think they did it yesterday brilliant so there was a lot of chatter around the ukrainians blow and the british blowing up the uh the um nuclear plant in ukraine that the russians are in control of and the funny part about it is is that everybody thought that it was going to happen on july 5th there was a lot of message traffic around it a lot of posts about it well what is what did Russia do? They posted 24-7 video cameras 
of the of the plant and streamed it on live TV and across the internet. So you can you can literally go look right now and see what's going on at the plant right now. Brilliant move. Probably one of the best information plays all at one time because it it shows the power of alternative media away from the mainstream media. And the interesting the interesting, interesting aspect of the entire um, situation is that alternative media broke the story first and broke the broke the news first on July 2nd. And then by, by July 4th, it was playing on Russian television. And RT in and of itself is a propaganda outlet. But for RT to run it and say that Zelensky was saying it, Makes him look, well, first of all, it makes him look stupid. Second of all, it makes him look like he is incredibly impotent. And all those things will add up to his reputation, et cetera, et cetera. It also shows the power of consistent messaging. So one of the things you do in an information campaign is... You have to constantly beat the drum on whatever narratives and themes and talking points that you want the public to buy into. And it takes a significant amount of logistics to do that, right? Because you have to play it across every platform and every medium that you can possibly get it on so that you can convince and sway the public. And influencing operations in and of themselves take a significant amount of time to, to accomplish any results. It's not a zero sum. You put the message out like the Floyd Wright stuff. You put a 15 second soundbite out and then everybody reacts and then believes it. it doesn't work that way. You have to influence population slowly over time. And look at, look at the messaging from the time that you were in grade school, especially <clears throat> the older you are, the more, when I went to school, especially in grade school, Three things we did every single morning. One, we prayed. Then we did the Pledge of Allegiance. And then we did um, some kind of civics lesson for the day. And it was usually first in the day. And then by the time we got into high school, we were still doing the Pledge of Allegiance, but we weren't, we weren't praying anymore. And over time, over those 10 to 12 years, you know, lifespan, Literally, we were taught to respect the flag, to respect the country, to respect the the uh, the pledge to the flag, and to, re to to respect first responders, police, and a host of other themes and messages. But it was it was beaten into the the education system, which is why Confucius University and the Chinese are so heavily invested in the education system. Because they're basically indoctrinating entire generations of kids to believe a certain way. Now, the good thing is, is that a lot of that indoctrination isn't as stringent as it is in China. So they're not getting 100% inundation. They're being subjected to a host of different stimuli and messaging. So they're not seeing the same thing over and over across every single medium. But it is pervasive if you look through not just entertainment but 
this the pride thing's a perfect example. Those rainbow flags are pushed through literally every single media, every video game, every kids program, every book, every magazine, even across all of the different business sites, commercial sites, social media. Those flags are everywhere. And then the themes and messages that go along with that, right? So they want you to sign up for a visual symbol and then all the themes and messages that go along with that. This entire affair with the Russian or the Ukrainian nuclear plant literally shows the power of alternative media at diffusing all of those narratives. And it literally did it within 24 hours. Now, if the plant's attacked, no one across the planet will believe it, except for the liberals, the lemmings that listen to the mainstream media. No one else will buy into it. No one. And that's the power of the messaging that's going out. Now, the situation in France is a different situation. They've shut down the internet, from what I understand. And we're not seeing nearly the, the amount of traffic and video covers that's coming out that we did before. But that goes to show that what's starting in France is spreading throughout Europe. And it's going to spread like a wildfire through Europe if they don't clamp down and do something to quell the violence. We'll see what they do. It will be very interesting to see how they are they're going to approach this. As of Friday, the French military said to Macron, you either step in and issue the orders or we will. And then there was a group, several groups of, of French nationals that stepped in to quell violence in their neighborhoods. I expect that to grow because here's the simple truth. People are sick and tired of the influx of immigrants and this this whole uh, Muslim influx into Europe and them calling for Sharia law. You would think that they would, th these people would figure out that Sharia law didn't work in their own country and created a problem in their own country. It's like Californians. You would think that after all their failed politics, they would figure out that the messaging that they're carrying around doesn't work for the rest of the world. But guess what? They bring the same politics with them and then wonder why things blow up in their face. We're going to see that happen real time, is it? And and they are doing their level best to try and quell every bit of nationalism across, across the um, entire planet. We're going to see nationalism. We're already seeing it starting to grow and grow into a cancer that they can't exercise or they can't take out. The bottom line is that at the end of the day, when all this is said and done, you're going to see nationalistic forces take over in those countries. You're already starting to see it swell that way in Germany. You're starting to see that the entire German population is starting to move towards the right and get away from the failed policies. And I think Sweden today said they're walking away from green technology in total and focusing on nuclear plants. Why? Because they get a lot of snow and they get a lot of clouds and solar doesn't work there. Wind farms don't replace, they don't replace the 
the power of a nuclear plant. And you're going to see other countries do that as well, especially as the situation starts to develop in Europe towards uh, a real recession, which it's looking more and more every day, like they're already in a real recession. They're trying to stave it off. You're also seeing BlackRock walking away from ESG. And my view of that, of think black uh, backpedaling from ESG tells me that when the whole Jamie Diamond backroom Fed raising rates negotiations took place, they took the Epstein case, the Jamie Diamond case off the plate in exchange for taking ESG off the plate, taking this, this digital currency off the plate and focusing on U.S. digital dollar. Now, we'll see if the central bank digital currency actually comes to fruition because FedNow, the back-end payment processing system, is supposedly in test right now and coming online. So we'll see how how robust the the infrastructure is behind all this. The thing to remember is that the infrastructure um, in the background has to be um, robust in order for any of the scale to happen. You can't, you literally cannot, um, you literally cannot scale and you literally cannot process millions of concurrent transactions if you don't have the backend resources to do it. And it, it takes a significant amount of processing power to do that. And just to give you some idea, when when we were doing um, geographically separated data centers and failover between the two, we were moving two to three petabytes a day of data. Just to mirror that took two massive data centers to mirror that much data that was processed in one data center. Imagine billions and billions of concurrent transactions. I can tell you that Americans are not going to put up with transactions that disappear and vanish. And you're you're going to see that. When people sign up for the system, you're going to see transactions either go missing, just vanish. And when people's money vanishes, you're going to see a number of different things happen. Most importantly, you're going to see people lose their minds because they're literally going to be pissed off to no end and want answers. And the feds aren't going to have any answers. That's that's how I see things developing. And no matter how they try and sell it, there's still going to be all kinds of issues. The bottom line is, is that in, in all these instances, it takes a lot of infrastructure to be able to pull it off. And we'll see how robust it is when they when they actually pull the trigger on it. But you could tell that there was a backroom deal that was done between Jamie Dimon and Fink. And remember, these are marriages of convenience. These are not friendships. These are loose coalitions that are <laughs> built on opportunity. And when there's no longer opportunity and it becomes a liability, there's no longer a coalition. And at some point, we're going to see that disintegrate. We're going to see those coalitions fall apart. And then you'll see the messaging change as well as the chaos that comes out of that. Right now, we haven't seen it, 
because they've struck a deal for now, for now. But we'll see what that looks like. The interesting thing in all of this is that not only has the the timeline shifted to the right, and they want to slow roll things, but what you're seeing is things unraveling more and more and more at the national level, and there's less and less coverage and less and less people signing up to provide air cover for what's going on at the national level. And part of that's because they see the end coming. You, When you hear Doug McGregor, who's been talking about Ukraine nonstop since last February, talking about, we're not going to make it to 24. I agree with them. We're not going to make it to 24. There's no way. And if the, we do make it to 24, it's going to be such a chaotic scene that I don't see how any reasonable person would want to go and spend their time trying to vote, knowing the system is as corrupt as it is. And get away from the rhetoric that accompanies Trump and the presidential stuff. It's all rhetoric. They were showing a, uh, a poll today that that DeSantis is behind Trump, and there's a six-point spread between him and him and another uh, candidate, the Indian guy, I can't think of his name. And I, you know, you could tell me a hundred times, I'm still going to forget it the moment he, you tell me the guy's name because he's so unforgettable. Um, but the the polls are all garbage. Everything about the poll is garbage. Everything about the entire um, situation that is, uh, the presidential race is garbage because until you fix the counting, the counting centers, until you get transparency in the counting centers and you can validate that there's a small percentage of fraud, there's literally no way to know what's real, what's not real, and to call anything realistic. It's just not real. None of it is. So I don't see how 24 is going to happen in any meaningful way, especially given the fact that 24 is a year away and we're in the midst of a recession right now. I don't see how, I don't see how this develops into any kind of a situation that's going to be beneficial to anybody. I just don't. So and I just don't see how it's gonna it's gonna develop into a situation where you can tell the the clear winner of an election given the amount of fraud that's taken place. What I do see between now and then, as I see the moral fiber uh, and the moral fabric of the country eroding further, and the big cities becoming the wild west, they already are in Chicago, Los Angeles, and other parts of the country. But at the you know the expense of sounding like a cliche. Those situations are not only self-induced, but they were planned. The unplanned is going to be people that are in the suburbs of some of these cities that thought that they were somewhat insulated are not going to be insulated anymore. And they're going to have to do something and be uncomfortable. Again, I've said forever and ever and ever that until people are really uncomfortable, they're not going to take action. You're seeing people in Europe getting getting uncomfortable right now 
And that situation is only going to get worse. So anyway, at the end of the day, we're going to see more and more consolidation of power at the top. They're going to try and consolidate power. But at some point, the states are going to start ignoring this, the federal government. You're already starting to do it in a lot of instances. Then you're already going to, you're going to start to see um, cities doing the same thing. You're going to start seeing people within those cities going after the people that are perpetrating this especially as things get more and more uncomfortable. I anticipate by September, we'll start to see the the economic situation getting more and more dire. I don't see it going past um, September for the economic situation, especially in Europe. We might be insulated until December or January, but we'll see economically. We don't produce anything. So there's there's really no GDP here that's meaningful. Do I still think we're going to be in a violent situation? We still have a lot of runway this month. There's still a lot of things going on in Ukraine. There's still a lot of things going on in uh, Ty um, the Taiwan Straits. And we'll see. I heard yesterday, I read something yesterday that Chinese shock troops are here in America. I told you before that there were special forces on the ground. I had heard that several times since January. And I don't discount that because it's it's what I would do. If my enemy was weakened, I would put special forces on the ground for a variety of purposes. So I still anticipate some kind of violence between now and September. I still anticipate violence this month, but we'll see what it looks like. So on a different note, I've noticed that on, on Telegram, any channel that is, let's say, on the Patriot side of things, that's not on the liberal side of things, their view, their viewer accounts are going down daily. I've watched six or seven channels, including my own, consistently lo losing subscribers every single day. And I, I would wholeheartedly think that it's it's Telegram that's throttling users. But we'll see. I, I've lost almost a thousand just in the last couple of months. So Again, they're trying to they're trying to get people off of platforms that have traction. We're going to see more of that. The interesting part of the situation right now, though, is you're seeing a lot of disjointed efforts to assume control of specific parts of our not only our economy, but our infrastructure, and none of it's working. As well as the train derailments can continue. There was one in Montana dropped asphalt. There was one in Pennsylvania yesterday that dropped um, toxic chemicals. It's This is all by design to bring everything to a grinding halt in September just before the winter. So where I'm going with all this is this is going to be a hot summer for a variety of reasons. And the best thing you can be doing right now, now that we're past the 4th of July, is growing food and and enhancing your your community in some way, whatever that is, in some way, and doing something for other people right now, and quietly reflecting on things you can do better in your life. That's the best thing you can be doing right now. Just quiet meditation, for for lack of a better word. Why? This is a calm before the real storm begins. Use it to your advantage. And 
reset and be ready to go when things kick off. I don't know when that's going to be. I thought for sure it was going to be last month or by the 4th, but here we are on the 5th. Nothing's happened. Again, it's great to be wrong. I I would love to be wrong and nothing happens and the, the economy just collapses and the government collapses and peacefully we we establish a new government and a new form of uh, government that doesn't involve the corruption before. I would love to see that and be completely wrong. But in lieu of that, plan ahead and be ready for anything because as desperation sets in for the elite, you're going to start to see them do some crazy things. And the more crazier things are, the crazier they're going to be. But don't despair because there's millions of people that are awake now. There's millions of people who love this country. And when push comes to shove, millions of people will fight for this country. Again, the most powerful thing we have in our toolkit is empathy. Hard to have sometimes. I have a, I have a hard time showing empathy for liberals that are clueless. Oh, you have no idea how hard that is. But by the same time, there's a lot of people that don't know they don't know. There's people that know they don't know and don't want to know. And there's people that really don't know they don't know. And then there's people that don't know that want to know. And they're having a hard time figuring out where to go for a source of truth. Don't lose faith in them. There's there's days where I'm like, fuck them. Today's not one of them. Today's one of those days where I can feel things are off. I can feel that something's coming. I can feel that people know something's coming. I can feel that people are waiting for things to kick off. And I and I can feel that there's a lot of different people that want to band together and do the right thing for the country. And it's, once it starts, it's going to be infectious. Remember that. And no matter how bad things get, we're on the right side of history. We have God on our side. Remember that. Today, I'm going to end with something a little bit different. This is the English uh, English beat. These guys have been around forever. This is, it's in the same genre as the Violent Femmes. Um, but you don't hear their stuff very much anymore. But uh, save it for later. I think it, it real aptly describes the situation that government's in. They're, they're trying to save everything for later, like kick the, kick the can down the road. And uh, it's not working out for them. So uh, you're saving for later by English B. God bless. One team, one fight. Uh-huh.